After Things is brought to you by Patreon.com slash Weird Things. Thank you for supporting this show. Hello and welcome to After Things. I am Andrew Main, joined by Mr. Bryce Castillo. Hello. Justin Robert Young. Yo. Hi, Andrew. What's up, Andrew? So, I went to VidCon. Yeah, oh. hype beast. How was that? What does VidCon look like in It's your boy, Andy Main. <laughs> um, uh, it was... It is very interesting to see how, again, Compass of the VidCon, amazing. They're rooting to put it on. It's great. Like, it's just incredibly uh, amazing scale of the event of what started off so small. Um, that this is like a global thing now is fascinating. Uh, I've been trying to figure out, like, how would I describe it now? And it is like a... Uh, The NAB meets the show choir competition finals or something. <laughs> it's a, bunch of, it's a bunch of show choir kids running around. Yeah. It's it, it, it literally trying to figure out, I know these people from high school. Who were they? And like, oh, show choir. That's who this is. Uh, it was, but then you go over there and you get like, uh, you know, here's a an emoji keyboard with your face. And then here's Blackmagic Design with their new editing <laughs> system and stuff. It was just this, the juxtaposition between like technical equipment and then like super uh, consumer bombs and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was a lot for me to process. It was really, really a lot to process. So aside from seeing your favorite streamers and trying to get autographs, why were you at VidCon? <laughs> like nothing, nothing makes you feel older than you're like, you it's like billboards and stuff of people's faces. And you're like, I have, I don't know who anybody is. I have, I Bumpo I, Turgis is at VidCon. Oh my Andrew. god! Yeah, no, it's just a, a, a gigantic installation <laughs> of a twelve year old that says Jackie Ding Dong is back. <laughs> I I went to an event several months ago that was like a bunch of top YouTubers, and I this is not me. This is just how I. Everybody has their own silo. And I made friends with some people here. And then I'm I at VidCon. I'm like, hey, how you doing? Hey, Andrew, good to see you. Stopped and talked to them. And then like, oh, you know so-and-so. I'm like, are they big? A thing? <laughs> you know? And like, I don't know. Like, there are some cool dudes. It's a really cool idea. I was talking about. And it's just, it's just a funny thing because it's like, man, I am not of that world. I'm not of that audience. I'm not into that. I don't. I, 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 I And so I'm watching it from the side going, well, this is interesting. So I spoke on the industry track. I did I spoke for OpenAI and I talked about the, the future of creativity. Um, and that was fun because like afterwards, you know, I had a group of people come up to me. Actually, somebody who's listened to our podcast and stuff was there and some other people. So, oh, wow. Um, yeah, uh, we, they're out there. Yeah, no, that's somewhere. awesome. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, it is it is a. I was at the industry track. I wasn't during there. We're doing like the, the I think the bigger the bulk of it starting now. I, I, I keep just to decide. Like they had these areas for chaperones because you realize how many kids show up with their parents, and they yeah. have a section for the parents. And all I could think is, you know, triumph the insult comic dog. You know, talking about which which button do you press for your mom to come pick you up? <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, it it 
my feeling being really immersed in AI and watching things like the Apple Vision and watching all this stuff is like my feeling is that I'm at the peak of something and something else that's even bigger is coming along and I don't know that it's there. Hmm. It definitely with the with all the AI tools and seeing how everyone is is I mean gravitating towards it. If it's if it's if it wasn't the sub, it was people talking about AI the past week because because it's there's there's so still so many new breakthroughs, so many new things showing up, new efficiencies and 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 uh, changes. Like it is. Uh, it's it would certainly seem foolhardy to only think of it as a fad or something that is uh just trendy um it definitely i was talking with uh uh, uh jason murphy last week about it and it was and saying that it feels like the internet it feels like it can it will be an idea as pervasive as the internet the idea that wherever you are in the world there is an there's a a layer around you that connects you to everybody else like just having a virtual tool for whatever device, for whatever you're trying to do um, will just be very commonplace, can be very commonplace to the point where there will be children who grow up and don't remember the first Ask Jeeves, who won't even remember a time before. No one remembers AI. Jeeves. Poor Jeeves. My favorite one was the, the most poorly named one ever was KGB. Oh. They even oh. had commercials for I'm like, yeah, we're going to name it for a uh, oppressive intelligence gathering organization that tortured and killed people. Like that's, that's, that's our name for our yeah. web search KGB. Like yeah. who, and, and that was if, and then they had commercials for this and it's like, like there's a lot of dumb money in the VC world. I've, as I, be, I have, I've been on conversations with people and said, nah, I wouldn't do this because of this. Yeah, okay. And then they do it. And then six months later, like, wow, that was $100 million we wasted. <laughs> like, <laughs> like uh, yeah, like, what What about my thesis was wrong? <laughs> you know? Um, anyhow, um, I do think, and I think that, like, there's going to be YouTubers influencers, like, forever. That's not going to go away. And I, I'm not to say, like, ah, YouTube. I, I think, like, I use YouTube every day. It's one of my favorite ways of getting content and stuff. I follow my own people that I really like their content from. Um, I'm not 15, so I, I don't really kind of know that kind of the zeitgeist of the world, but I think that is like a super intense world in a very interesting space. I did talk to like venture capital that were investing in like influencers and stuff. And I think some of it made sense, but some of it I'm like, you guys are just looking for something. You just ran out of ideas. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But I think that like, yeah, AI is going to be everything. AI is just, AI is not getting dumber. It's getting smarter. It's getting more capable. AI is getting everything. I think the spatial computing metaphor that Apple puts out there, that idea of like, what does it mean when we merge the digital space with our physical spaces, which is really what that means. That's going to be an interesting sort of thing. Generative content. I, I don't, I, I don't can't predict it because it could go any different sort of direction, but I don't know. I just got the, in every wave is huger than the last one. Yeah. It's way bigger. Before we get into a conversation about AI's role in this, uh, Andrew, are you familiar with Baby Gronk? Uh, is this related to the Gronk? Uh, well. Uh, uh, so this is something that maybe will bring back some emotions that you had when you were uh, had time at uh, VidCon. Don't Google it. The, the, the point Too is late. that you have to watch a video. We're just going to have you watch a video right now. This went viral 
because I think it gave everybody the same feeling of being out of touch with society. May have just found his rival. Libby Dunn's boyfriend, Baby oh, Gronk, is... is the number one college football prospect in the country. But his number one spot was just challenged by his new enemy, Baby Diggs. It's a parade inside my city, yeah! Baby Diggs is an elite player who plays both wide receiver and quarterback. He is currently the number one football player in the class of 2030 in New York. He also called out Baby Gronk to 1v1 him. Who do you think would win in a 1v1? <laughs> baby Gronk or Baby Diggs? Your comment. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. I, I, the one of the things that sports is great for is there's what's on the field, but the more complex a system, the more moving parts to a system, the more things you get to talk about. You, know, yes. you get it. There's a lot to talk about Game of Thrones because there's all these different characters. It's not just who's going to take over the throne, what's going to happen with so-and-so, Mary so-and-so, it's going to happen there. And sports is like that. Sports on one level is fantasy sports. I have these players. What is going to happen here? But then we extend deeper. We go into the multidimensionality of it like, well, what about this college player? You know, what's going to happen? You know, when, what was going to happen when Cam Newton went pro? You know, what was yeah. going to happen to these things? And you just start to go deeper. And then the idea that we're, we're prospecting, you know, 10 year old children, children. Yeah. to say, oh, what, what, what is this going to be? But it's also like, when I'm into a topic, I kind of just want to hear, like, I've been looking for memory books that don't actually talk about memory methods because I know them. I just want to read stories. I yeah. just want to read like commentary and stuff like reading like, uh, like Dominic O'Brien's memory stuff. And he starts talking about, oh, I was hired by uh trivial pursuit to go do a demonstration and i'm like i just want to read a book of all these demonstrations all the stuff you come up because that's fascinating to me and sports yeah. is like that there's clearly an appetite for stupid stuff because like we just i just don't want to think about sports well so this was not a particularly popular channel it wound up going viral Let me just oh here we go Th this is the one this is the one that actually went to lsu Baby Gronk is the number one college football prospect in the country. He averages 300 yards and five touchdowns a game. On his visit to LSU, Livy rizzed him up. Livy even hugged Baby Gronk. He might be the new Riz King. Do you think Baby Gronk will lead LSU to a national championship? Livy just convinced oh, don't, don't replay. Okay. So that was really the one that went viral, mostly because so many people are being talked about, phrases. Uh, uh, whether or not Baby Gronk, I mean, Baby Gronk was rizzed up by Livy. Yeah. So there's that. She Could, even hugged him. She even hugged him. Could he be the new Riz King? Where do you stand on Baby Gronk's uh, claim to Riz King, man? I think uh, I don't need to know what that means. Just <laughs> say, hey, uh, let the kid pass puberty first before I think I think anytime you're trying to scout kids before they pass puberty, unless they're gonna be gymnasts, doesn't make much sense to me. Uh well, yeah, it's funny you said gymnast. That Livy is a gymnast. So she's a, a big uh, a big hit. And the reason why those two are in the same uh sentence together is because of NIL deals. The the fact that uh it does not disqualify you to take money in college or before college uh, uh, to play in the NCAA these days. And one of those clips even had mentioned that uh, Baby Gronk has already made, like, what, $100,000 on, on NIL deals? NIL or? deals as a, as a child, as, as, a, as a, a prospective uh, player for a big program like LSU. But Livy 
uh, Livy Dunn is her name. She is. I've seen her before. Yeah, she's 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 a gymnast, but also a gigantic influencer Olivia who Dunn. has, uh, who has a a, a huge um, nil deal as well. Uh-huh. You know, it is. It, it, and this kind of ties back to the VidCon element of it that the economics of how attention is parceled out is totally different. I mean, like the the world that we grew up in was segmented by various different uh, limitations on technology, really. It was, you know, you're a movie star, you're a, t- you're a television star, you're a radio hit, you know, uh, as a pop star. But uh, now, you know, it, yeah, it, it, mean, it's, I think things have, things have broken contain. Livy's rizzing thing? up baby Gronk. By the way, it's charisma. That's what riz is. So if you if you got rizzed up, then then you are now more charismatic mm-hmm. because uh, uh, somebody very charismatic Rizzing has you given up. you the, I, the blessing. I think the thing that everybody listening to the sound of her voice needs to think about. Yeah. Every time you see this story or you see a thing, there is somebody off camera or off mic with a phone, with a phone out texting it who made this happen because somebody was pushing this person. There is a person pushing it. It's not just, or they, they maybe got a little bit of a buzz. There are people who try to make this stuff happen. There is, it could be a parent. It could be a you know manager. It could be somebody. There's somebody pushing the story and trying to organize this sort of stuff. Like, it's just, it's just, all this is manufactured. All this is, manu- and, and you, you manufacture Absolutely. it when you find something that's material worthwhile, but it's just. Yeah. And it doesn't This kid wasn't just playing b- football and somebody's like some guy, some crusty guy, you know, some Bear Bryant clone is out there watching him from the stands going, "This kid." You know, it's like his dad or somebody It's or his whatever. dad. Spoiler and, alert, it's his dad. Uh, uh because uh, uh as soon as this went viral, boy was his dad very excited to step out from behind the shadows and uh, uh, uh talk about any and everything. But yeah, no, you are totally right. Baby Gronk is a well, I mean, like like many, many fathers who have uh, athletically talented, especially in football, uh, they're they're trying to showcase their kid, and that is something that happens earlier and earlier and earlier in our in our modern world. Yeah, I, um, I, uh, it must really suck being a kid right now. It seems like it would suck being a kid compared to how I grew up. Um, but like it, you you, you really that's it. you you have the Pepperidge Farm take what. Like, 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 what? oh, well, we, we come from a simpler time here. Uh, Back well, in my day, I just used to watch MTV. And yeah, well, you know. In a hot pocket. <laughs> now these kids need to get NIL and rizzed up by Livy if they want to be the cool kid. I, in, in the 90s, you were only, uh, uh, the amount of people who were at your fingertips in terms of con- contacting people was very small. And now you're always, con- you're always connected to people with the internet with uh digital and just pervasive media um uh, it's a huge boon for a lot of people though yes I, I'm, especially I'm not, if you're uh, the world around you kind of is stinko malenko and i'm not it's saying very, it's, it's very awesome plague. i'm not saying we got i'm not saying it's the black plague no. or nothing but it just uh it's sorry bryce that you were so popular in high school <laughs> you're like i just can't fit anything else in my schedule because you know? i'm just so popular no it's you know it, i don't know uh i just i just th- i think about it a lot because like i don't go to high school i don't see high school children i don't know what problems that they have or what life is like for them yeah but i do 
have a, a memory of being in school and feeling like I was at the whim of educators and adults and parents who had no sense of what it was like going to that school or going through the things I had to go through. Um, and so I, I just wonder, like, our parents... I don't know. This is getting way off track. I, 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 I agree with you. It sucks to be a kid. I just don't know whether or not it sucks more or less yeah. now than, than it did when we were growing up. Because and it, it, I, it, it, it's an awkward time. And finding out the answer there, to that doesn't help anybody either way. The, the result of that question is a total hypothetical uh, exercise. It doesn't help anybody. Well, there, there's a fad that I think thankfully declined a little bit. And I think maybe because the algorithm shift, but it was like the, the family vloggers. You know, I was just thinking literally when I went to go get this drink about the the episode we did about Daddy 05. Yeah. That that, that this is a big controversy at the time because it was the family vloggers uh and there was a lot of pranks uh, uh but it was it was certainly pre whenever there's cuz there still are a lot of the families that do this kind of content but it's all like very G like, like it is all just music playing while the family builds a sandcastle kind of stuff that is designed for YouTube kids. Yeah. Um, th this kind of stuff where it's like it was for an all ages, if not more of a teenage audience where the dad is like playing psychologically scarring <laughs> pranks on his children. Uh, Blowing an air horn at my kid's bedroom at 3 a.m. Emotional <laughs> HD. Yeah. Um that I, I agree with you. That one, that one, we can we can uh, uh, leave to the ash heap of history. <laughs> well, and it was it was, and that was a thing that sort of brought out kind of the scary thing is being entertainment, being around like stage moms and stage dads, and and seeing like like I people ask me like, hey, I'm thinking about getting my child into actor. I'm like, you know, physically abusing them is just faster and cheaper. <laughs> Like, Whoa, what, what do you mean? I'm like, what do you, what do you, what, how many cautionary tales of young actors taking their life or falling into drug, to, you know, drug dependency or whatever do you have to hear before you realize, oh, this is a horrible thing. Yeah. And particularly the, the kid actors who do kind of do better are the ones that come from rich families because the parents aren't dependent upon it. They, yeah. they can like, oh, I'm gonna let you act as long as they get out of control. Once the family needs that paycheck. And it's like, oh, you know, producer so-and-so wants to take your 11-year-old kid to Disney World. Oh, sounds great to me. <laughs> you know, you're like, oh. Yeah. This is so, a big break. Uh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, and that's like when you look at the tragedy around a super famous now deceased pop star and the families that were sending their kids to them and stuff. And they were financially dependent. And so on point, it's like, like, uh, Family vlogging and that was like it just sort of brought out you know the balloon boy dads. It just brought out the oh, worst yeah. of a lot of people of just exploiting, you know, all of this. Yeah. No more media. If we yeah. get if we get rid of media, we won't have media chasers like this. No more media. All podcasts well, it, are it, over. Again, TV comes, shows over. It comes back the news back to us analyzing what we're you know you do a show that's like you know. Sex Beast Island or whatever you want to call it. We're going to take 25-year-old of the dumbest people we've ever met with the best physiques and we're going to put them on an island and watch what happens. It's fine. It's what they're good for. It's what they're made for. They're adults. It's this. It's whatever. We're going to watch them say stupid stuff and do stupid things, but that's the world or whatever. You know, when it's like, yeah, I'm going to force my nine-year-old kid on camera and 
you know. Yeah. Yeah. And tell them this. it's a prank, bro. It's a oh gosh. And yeah. ultimately it ruined pranks. I pranks ruined pranks. Pranks are not you should have to have a doctorate. I would pranks. feel a prank do pranks. license. Do you have a license for that prank? I'm not for occupational licensing in general, <laughs> but I, I feel like you should for 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 pranks. This is my hidden camera card. Public, re- public, and private. Wow. Like Ooh. you should you you should have to carry fifty thousand dollars worth of insurance and have <laughs> a, a, a a federal and state license. Prank, or at least be doing it on a major network. I mean, yeah. I mean, when when you're when you're there, when you're working with that level of apparatus, right? Of course, yeah. That's all we're yeah. looking for. Pranks for thee, yeah. but not for you. Uh, my, my field is ruined <laughs> by Pranks amateurs. Pranks for thee, but not for me. <laughs> uh, any picks? Mm. I I actually haven't. I've been mostly just playing Tears of the Kingdom, man. Yeah, I've been playing Final Fantasy. This kingdom's crying, my guy. This is the last one. Weeping. Uh, I've been playing... Um, <laughs> right. Uh, as I look for my phone, which is not in front of me here. Uh, let me make sure I got this... Uh, Oh, let me pull it up here. I'm gonna. I want to get the name right. I want to get everybody. Sure. Uh, Valley for me. Cover. cover. Yeah. Hey, um, Bryce. What, what are you playing? Are you Final Fantasy? Anything else? Are you still playing Gran Turismo? Uh, I am. Though, uh, you know, uh, talking of new games, uh, I'm playing a game on the Apple Arcade, Punch Punch Kick Punch Plus. So I think it's a remaster of an older game, but it's a it's a little uh, fighting game, and you got two buttons, and one of them's punch and one of them's kick, and that's all you do is you tap. Uh, and the numbers go up. So punch, punch, kick, punch on the Apple Arcade. Yeah, so I have an Apple Arcade pick, too. And, uh, uh, <laughs> like, I hope Apple takes gaming seriously now at the Vision OS, because what sucks is, like, I have an Apple Arcade, and my primary way of using it is when I chill out is to open up my Apple TV, which, like, I think there's, like, two games on all of Apple. I think maybe one game per year that they actually support with Apple Arcade. Yeah. Uh and then it'll be like, oh, the first generation controller. Wait, I brought the brand new Apple TV. Yeah, sucks for you because oh, they've had a motion thing in that first one. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, you can get your, you know, you can use a bigger game controller. Like, well, listen, if I have a big game controller here, I might as well be playing a big game console. Big game, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's just this really, really, really poor thingy. That being said, though. Uh, the one I played a lot before was uh, Hidden Folks. Then there was the Solitaire. My current one, well, I just beat it, and I'm waiting for an update. Is Disney Spellstruck? Oh, really? Uh, Spellstruck. Spellstruck. It's uh, making words on a grid. You know, play before I go to bed at night. Thing. Uh, it's uh, Scrabbly like that, I guess. Uh, it's it's very Scrabble like. Yes. Okay. No, that's cool. I mean, like, hey, I'm yeah, done man. For it. it looks like it's about to get rizzed up by Livy for the target demo. Is is there anything? What makes Spellstruck different than, say, Scrabble with friends? I play this by myself. I don't know. Oh, it's okay. just Scrabble, Bryce. Why are you? Yeah. Why are you pushing? It's me? Disney themed Scrabble. It's okay. With yeah. a little bit of a, uh, you know, some fun animations, and it looks like an overarching. Uh, uh, Map oh, there's system. Like, yeah, there's like a Mario world, an overworld, overworld on this. Okay, that's cool. And a lot of lot of judgment here from Bryson. I just, I know the withering judgment. To learn more about the product. Ah, I don't. This isn't real gamers. <laughs> you know, when I was the coolest kid in high school, we used to bully people like this. <laughs> 
Yeah. Still yeah. happens. Still yeah, continues to this day. Bryce is stuffing Maine into his locker for this spell struck offense. Just like my game, Bryce. Spell this S T U F F. Stuff. Look, cool. Disney spell struck. Oh, and I will do another pick. I'll do a little. Go ahead. So, uh, I went through this thing where I was trying to learn how to read faster and how to read, get more words per minute. Mm -hmm. And then I thought, maybe what I need to do is read more. Ah. I know. Brilliant. So I think I've said this before, but uh, I went and uh, I bought the, uh, I bought the new, uh, the new Kindle, like the, not the fanciest one, but I bought the Amazon Kindle paper white, the, the one that's got, it's like a hundred bucks or something like that. Let me figure out if I can figure out which one this is. So I bought one for every room where I spend more than 10 minutes at a time. Really? So that means here, my bathroom and my bedroom. Right. Mm. And so I bought multiple of these, 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 uh, is it the, it's got the 6.8 inch display. Um, I think this is the one I got. Uh, but anyhow, I have one right here. It is, I think it is a really, really well designed device. Other than the fact they put the, the power button on the bottom. So when I set it into a stand, it'll flip on. Mm. Battery lasts a really long time. I have one in every room now so that if I want to sit down and read, I can just pick it up. And because of the sinking, it sinks across them. And, um, you know, I took it on my air flight and it was easy to fit this into a pocket. You know, you normally get on a flight. I'm like, I'm scrambling for my iPad and all that. And I just had this in my phone and I'm set. So uh, I had a... Uh, uh canceled flight so i had to make it from anaheim to to my home via a trip to las vegas and so it was plenty of time to finish a book but man these things are just really handy just really really handy they're very lightweight now very easy to use very comfortable to read and i do read more with it it as it especially if you read a lot read outside of the house read a lot of digital stuff those Kindles, it's hard to beat a dedicated device. Like, yeah. even the old Kindle that I had back in the day, the, the free 3G one, like, you know, you don't need a lot to make a, a digital book really, really good. And Amazon's been making these Kindles for a long time that there is a lot of good quality of life, like this, the Whisper Sync stuff. And um, the, the, because they've got, it's got the word reading um, tools on some of the Kindle apps, right? Yeah, they've got a lot of little other helpful stuff too, but it's just, just in general, um, you know, the, the idea of having a device that isn't going to all of a sudden you're going to click over and start looking at, you know, Twitter or you're going to start looking at something else. Yeah. Is super helpful. Like, I think just the idea of having a device that's just dedicated for reading. I have, I have a, my setup here is I have the, these stands. Oh, oh, cool. Okay. It's Is that a magnetic so stand? Just, no, no, it's just a ba basic stand. Okay. So I just keep that there. So there's always a Kindle, you know, around me. And I do read more now. And also there's like great things with Kindle Unlimited and whatnot. You know, you pay 10 bucks a month. There's a ton of content, ton of like, I'm like, oh, I'm going to read this book. I'm like, oh, it's free. You know, like I think most of my stuff is if you've subscribed to Kindle Unlimited, it's free. Yeah. Um, that uh, like. All of the unlimited, so, I mean, there, there could be a longer conversation about this, but I think it is really fascinating seeing content buffet style services like this. Yeah. Because um, uh, like I have one, I have the PlayStation Game Pass, and once a month I just get a bunch of new games that I just 
I don't, I can try or not try and it's not a big deal. Yeah. I'm using the, the, uh, I guess this one is the 2022 release. So this is just a hundred bucks. Yeah. The other one is, is the new paper whites bigger. When was that released? But yeah, I'm using this one and man. And also like there's apps on there too, like to let you download like library books and other things. And so nice. I don't know, man. I'm a fan. Good stuff. Very cool. How's it been? Cool. It's been after. <laughs>